Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon, and each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers, no solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Hey everyone, as I mentioned last week, Lindsay is unavailable, so she's out for this episode, which, let's be honest, we all need a break for Lindsay, right? I mean, I know I do, and I know, I know you do too. We don't need to hear any more of her goddamn cold cheese on a burger is fine talk. So she is out, but before I bring a special guest in, I'm going to go over a few things. I'm going to save some listener mail for next week when Lindsay is here. So we will skip that for the day. But if you have a question or comment, send it to us at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we will read it on the air. Let's get into our popcorn poll, which last week was our popcorn episode. And I posted on a yummy Instagram. What is the worst flavor of popcorn? Grape versus ketchup. Oh, boy. Um, this was a nail biter. Ketchup won. It is the worst of both. It won 51% to 49%. Over 700 people voted. Ketchup is worse by 51% to 49%. Super close. At one point, it was grape. At one point, it was tied. And then in the last winning moments, ketchup won to be the worst flavored popcorn. So there you go. That was our poll. And you can find our polls every Tuesday morning on our yummy Instagram page. Let's get into our main topic and our special guest. You all know this guest, not because he's been on the show, but because I've talked about him ad nauseum. We have a very, I've known him since I was 15. I lived with him in Chicago for four years. We played basketball together. We lived together. We now write plays together. And you know him because his food tastes are, I'm going to be gentle here and say, eclectic. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. It is Mike Beyer. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kirk. I'm so happy to be here. It's really funny. It feels like I feel like I'm talking to you like, oh, we don't really talk to them. We talk like every week. Yes. Yes, we do. So, so it's not like it's not like I don't know anything that's going on. Right. But we we grew up together in Cleveland. Yes. yes. And um, more importantly, our formative years in Chicago. We lived for, we lived together for four years in Chicago in the early 90s. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and say, listen, we're older now. Mm-hmm. We, we both have families and both have careers. Yes. But that was the best time of our lives. <laughs> say it. Say it. I am happy to be married with my wonderful children. And mm-hmm. I don't miss the days where I could sleep in as late as I wanted. And we just hung out and drank <laughs> and partied and did what we wanted. That wasn't fun. I felt lost. It's better now. So much. A hundred percent. But speaking of the food that we ate, I'm going to call you out on some stuff. Yes. So for those who are listening, 
who you've heard the stories that I've told about Mike multiple times on this show. And you might be like, oh, Kirk is full of shit. He, he's just making shit up. It's Part true. of this right now is going to be Mike validating the truth. It's true. So I'm going to go through a couple of our shared histories together to confirm that these are true. <laughs> I'm going to start off nice. I'm going to start off real nice. First of all, you were the person who introduced me to Thai food. Yes. Which is crazy based on what I'm going to tell, say next. But I had never had Thai food until I was visiting you in Chicago and we were looking for a place to live. And so we're visiting apartments and you're like, Hey, you want to go get some Thai food tonight? And I was like, sure. I've never had Thai food. And it opened up my world. (laughs) I did that correctly. You did that correctly. You nailed that. Everything else afterwards is crap. (laughs) So can you confirm, did you drink OJ with sushi? Yes. I did. I found the combination of citrus and fish delightful. I, wow. I mean, <laughs> hey. I have been excoriated for that stance. You live your life, though. I, uh, your life, you live your truth. <laughs> I don't drink orange juice and sushi anymore. I'm this 50, was years ago. I'm this 51 was like, years old. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That was like, I think that was like our late twenties or something when I saw that happen. Yes. Okay. So that's been a while. <laughs> All right. At Cork and Lenny's, Corky and Lenny's. Yes. The deli in Cleveland that we visited frequently. Yes. What was your go-to meal? I would ask for the uh, bologna sandwich on white bread with mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an onion roll? Mm, maybe. I could have asked for an onion roll at I some point. Because you're an onion roll guy. I remember you buying onion rolls when we lived together. I would buy the Rosen's onion roll in the eight pack. Mm-hmm. And, yes, um, yes. They were huge and probably terrible for you. Um, I don't remember if I ordered the onion roll at Corky and Lenny's. That probably would be a step up from white bread. Okay. Now, your argument for this for years has been, well, they served it to me. <laughs> it was on the menu. <laughs> I mean, you got They didn't say no. <laughs> they, hey, it was on the menu. Uh, I assume that they make an outstanding bologna sandwich. But uh, the look on your guy's face, I think it was you and Jay Gordon, our friend Jay. Yeah, and it might have been Missy. And maybe Missy Saunders. And I think you guys are all still traumatized by that. Missy, a.k.a. now Melissa, uh, still brings it up to this day. She cannot (laughs) stop just being amazed the fact that you did that. (laughs) She Um, she will never get over that. No, she will not. Okay. (laughs) Two more before we get into our main topic. Um. These are both the ice cream ones. We recently did an ice cream episode. Uh, the Baskin Robbins one. Yes. Where the Jamoka, the Jamoka, the Jamoka Mall incident, as a, it's known for. Uh, a treasured memory. Yes. I asked for the Jamoka Malt. They gave me basically milk because <laughs> it was so hot and, and melted and not even a shake. The funny thing was, was that the guy was making it and you were standing there going, that's not a malt. You're like, that's yeah. not a malt what you're making. And he's like, yeah, 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 yes, it is. <laughs> you're like, no. Like, 
<laughs> you have to put malt in it. You got to put malt in it, and you finally put and it was, in like at the end. And he was still doing it wrong. Yeah. And did I did I scream that I was going to boycott it? Yes. That was a familiar uh, tactic of yours. I believe <laughs> I believe yeah. you did the same thing with uh, Gloria Jean's coffee shop, also announcing that yes. uh, this place was was bullshit and never coming and I, here again. And, inte- one, and also uh, Intelligentsia. Oh, Intelligentsia, too. Wow, yeah, I've done that a lot. Holy shit. Those are the three that I remember. Those are the three that I remember. And I distinctly remember feeling great because, like, a year later, <laughs> Gloria Jean shut down. And yeah. I was like, that's because of me. <laughs> The Baskin Robbins is also no longer. Yes. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true these days. You win. Final one. Same ice cream sh- episode. Bob's Nightmare, where I ate the Sunday, <laughs> 13 different flavors of ice cream. I failed miserably. <laughs> now, do you remember? Because I was asking for all chocolate ice cream at the time, and they said no. Yeah. They said no. Because you were uh, trying to ask for modifications, and they said no. The Bob's Nightmare is... That's what yes. it is. It's 13. No modifications. It's 13 different flavors. Yes, exactly. Which, which threw you, uh, I felt. Which threw me for a loop, and it was awful. I think that place was probably closed too, right, in Chicago? I want to say that it is still open. Oh, good for them. I really do. I mean, I feel like 90% of the restaurants and businesses that are around there are gone, but I, re- I think that was Clark's. Yeah, Clark's. I really think that's still there. Yes, which is the perfect segue because that was Clark's Diner. Yes. And our main topic today is diner food. Yes. That's what we're going to be discussing. And uh, Lindsay, when I brought this up, she was like, yeah, don't do it because I don't really eat diner food. And I was like, well, that's I was going to always have you on it with her. But it works out because when I think of diner food, I think of you. Yes. Um, I feel like, though, you're... You're not an authority on diner food in the traditional sense. In my book, you are. I There's something about diners that I really um, enjoy. I like to go there. I don't know. I guess it's a whole experience. But I've lived in a few places in the city, and I always try to find a nearby diner that I can go to. That's And there's always one that's, that's pretty nearby that, you know, that I can... And I can That's go and hang. very true. And I'm, I'm going to bring this up now because you you still live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I lived in Chicago. You, I mean, you're basically a Chicagoan. I mean, you've lived here longer than even being in Cleveland. Yeah, that's true. And for some reason, I feel like diners are a Chicago phenomenon. Obviously, there are diners all over the country, but yeah. there's just a lot of diners in Chicago. Do you feel that that's true? There, there really are. And uh, I feel like they are starting to die out a little bit. Uh, Just the classic diners that, that you and I remember. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons for it. Uh, one being the pandemic. Um, yeah. Two being the fact that um, I think a, a lot of them are now, I think that, uh, that uh, restaurant goers, I think they want like a, I don't want to say a classier experience, but, you know, I, and I think we'll get into it. I think a diner is meant to like hang out and not mm-hmm. take your time and, you know, just be for a few hours for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. And no one, I don't think hangs out at a restaurant anymore for very long. I think, I, yeah, I, I feel like you get your true. food and then you're, and you got to go. Unless it's, unless it's a 
restaurant, we were actually having like courses and a meal. It's definitely more super high on the end. go, on the go. Because yeah, we our shared history of diners is well. I think we started in high school. Yes, which was which was the only one we knew of, which was Bob's Big Boy in Cleveland. Yes, in Cleveland. Yes, where we would go. We would go after. Uh, we would go after uh, shows after plays. Yeah, we go and and, um, and that was our that was our our go to place. And I wanted to bring this up because this is definitively. I don't want to say this is the reason why we started going to diners, but it's a big big part. Is the movie Diner? Yes. It made it feel a lot cooler because that yeah. movie was so yes. good and the and the dialogue was so hilarious and all the diner scenes. And it yes. definitely, you know, we fed into that. And I always felt like, uh, you know, Boogie or any of those guys when I sat in the diner and drank my exactly. coffee. Yeah. We were uh, geeky theater guys. Who are like, oh man, we're we're in a diner. We're cool. Look at us. We're gonna see the diner instead of fast food. Look how cool we are. I'm gonna order coffee. That's right. I'm gonna order coffee. Also, there's always one person who's like, I'm gonna smoke. Yeah. Because you could smoke back then. Yep. In the real diner, you're like, oh, I'm gonna smoke. Yep. And um, yeah, I really do think that was the case. For those of you who don't know, real quick. Diner is a movie from 1982. I think it was Barry Levinson who went on to do uh, a bunch of different uh, huge movies, Rain Man being one of them. It was like his first movie, and it's set in, is it the 50s or early 60s? I, yeah, I think that's right. It's like late 50s, like 50s early 60s, like yeah. Late 50s, early 60s, and it's just about a bunch of guys in Baltimore yep. who are recently college graduates, basically, and just spend all this time on a fucking diner. Yeah, yep. And sit there and talk and 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 smoke and just waste time. And that was what we felt was great. Yep. Uh, that was exactly what we did. And um and the dialogue in that movie was so hilarious. I mean, we would quote it. We would go to the this we're so dumb. We would go to the diner and quote the movie Diner. <laughs> yes. What is wrong with us? Yes. Well, look, first of all, we're teenagers. And teenagers yes. Now we, you and I both have teenagers and we see firsthand they're, you know, they're kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love 100%. them. hundred percent. Well, do we? <laughs> <laughs> we have to love them. We, we have to love them. But yeah, <laughs> Diner definitively was uh, our movie growing up um, that we saw. And if you want to see it, go see it. It's uh, from 1982. We didn't even see it in theaters. We rented it because we were too young to see it in theaters. It was like 1982 or three. I didn't see it in theater. No, I think that I, I, I can't remember what was on TV and I could, would, uh, yeah. you know, tape it on my VCR. That's right. The made VHS. for TV version. Yep. And, uh, I, I, I recall because I recall watching it in my home a lot. Yes. Yes. And then we would talk about it at the diner and we would quote it uh, all the but time, all the time. We would do the thing. There's the one, our famous one, uh, the fan that we love was like, what is that? Roast beef. Yeah. We do the roast beef bit, but none of us ordered roast beef. We would just fucking do the, the line because we're so <laughs> dumb. And but, what was the, uh, and what was the, uh, they would argue over Frank Sinatra or, or Johnny Mathis or Johnny Mathis. And then Mickey works at Presley. Presley, and they're like, "Oh, you you just fall down one thing in my in my book, in my thing." <laughs> yes, it was a young Mickey Rourke, a yes. young 
Kevin Bacon, yes. Steve Gutenberg, Paul Reiser, Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin. Just great. Yes. Great movie. Daniel Stern. But Daniel Stern, that's right. Just great stuff. But yeah. going along with what you said, and, and it has to do with the movie and it has to do with the diner itself, it is a place that's meant for like hanging out and talking. And I think that's that's a big appeal to it. I agree. And I feel like it's a lot more, um, it's a lot more relaxed. Uh, the pace is not nearly as, I, I don't know, restaurants, I feel is a lot more formal and mm. diner. You, you know, you can pay whenever you want. You don't wait for the waitress to yeah. come. And I mean, the waitress comes and brings your bill, but then you don't have to get your money, wait yeah. for the waitress to come. You can leave whenever you want. I think all restaurants should do that. I just hate, uh, you know, that whole waiting and waiting to settle up with the, um, with the waiter at a diner, you could just, when you, when you felt like leaving, you could leave and you pay up front and then you leave your tip at the table and, yep. and you can go drink coffee after coffee after coffee. Yeah. And just, yeah, it's, it's, it is now that we talk of it. I mean, and even diners are even way before our time was, you know, by the time we started going to diners, it was, that was basically its last, its last dying breath. They're still around now, but that vibe of like, let's go hang in the diner. Yeah. Is it's almost like a dining art. It is. And it's, you know, I feel like diners too, the the, the best diners are open 24 hours. Yes. And so if you went out for the evening and then you're, it's like midnight and you're hungry, you could go to a diner. Do you remember the diner on the corner of Clark and North Avenue? It was right next to the old village movie theater. I think it was called Mitchell's. Yeah, it was right yeah. across right across the street from the, yes. the the Latin School Chicago. I think that diner yeah. was open twenty four hours, and what a great place! And that place yes. at like midnight or twelve thirty, packed. Yeah, packed. yeah. We would go after plays. We would mm -hmm. do plays in Chicago, and we do late night plays. So we'd be done like around one one thirty. We would go to a bar for a couple of drinks, and then it would be like three three thirty. You're like, well, let's go to a diner. What was the one that was on Ashland? We went with uh, Nick DiGilio. I want to say it was called Sparky's. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What that a place. hole in the wall that place was. Oh, my God. I mean, that's the they all should be holes in the wall, too. Yeah. They all should be like that. They all should be holes in the wall. It's like, just off the top of my head, we like the, go we went to the golden nugget. Mm-hmm. That was like a hole in the wall, but that's where you get the stuff. That's where you go late night to get just whatever the fuck you want to eat. Yep. Yep. While I have you, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I'm gonna, don't think, just answer. I'm ready. You're really good at not thinking, <laughs> as I recall. Okay. Ready. Is IHOP a diner? <sighs> well, I, no. Correct. IHOP is not a diner. Anyone who says IHOP is a diner is wrong. Is Denny's a diner? No. Agree. That's yes. right. It is not a diner. I feel that a chain, by definition, is not a diner. I I concur. Oh, even though Bob's Big Boy is, I guess, a chain, it, that doesn't it, feel like a national chain. Yeah, there's not that many now. There's only I think there's only one left actually, which is in Burbank. Oh, really? Yeah, it's right by me. It's like Drew Carey hangs out there all the time. Sure. Because Cle Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes. 
Uh, but Jay Leno hung out there all the time. Yeah, we've been, we don't go there that much because it's not that good. But yeah. I always thought Bob's Big Boy was strictly Cleveland. No? No, there's a Bob Big Boy that's been around for like 60 years, I think, in Burbank. I did not, I did not know that. You learn things on this show. <laughs> I, where was Food Fight back in the 20s? Maybe I wouldn't have drank orange juice <laughs> yeah, with my yeah. sushi. That's right. I thought it tasted good. I like the citrus. <laughs> I'd go to restaurants. I'd go to restaurants. Do you have, do you have orange juice on there? No. Well, no. No, we don't. don't. order orange juice. Don't order orange juice in restaurants. Even for breakfast. Don't order it. Don't do it. Um, but that does bring me to my next question. Is a diner, which, okay, not now because you're old, but what is better, a diner for breakfast or a diner at at late night? That is really hard question. Yeah. I, I guess it's like personal, you know, I guess if you asked me in my twenties, I would say late night. Yeah, me too. Because it feels, it feels very, um, big city. Yes. Um, you know, you've, it feels like you're part of like the, the cool crowd. Yes. You know, you've gone to maybe, you know, a, a late night art house movie and then you've gone to a cool bar and now you're hungry. Yep. Now you're in a cool diner where, you know, all, all the waitresses smoke and there's long counters and stools yeah. and big tables with big windows and you sit and for yeah, hours. That giant plastic menu that every diner has. Giant. Giant, huge. If they, if you don't have a plastic menu at your diner, you're not a fucking diner. Not, exactly, and you yeah. there, and there has to be eight billion choices yes. on the menu. Eight billion choices. Like I have. I, 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 I am totally overwhelmed. To yes. just, to you just you just have... get the same thing every time. Yes. Yep. We're gonna get into that. Uh, what what to eat and what not to eat. I, mean, I I think you're right. I I always say late night too because. Going to a diner late at night is the culmination of the night. I agree. It's, like, it's a capper, yeah. which I prefer over, I don't like going for breakfast that much anyway, but like the, the breakfast is, is a different vibe. It's like the start of the day, mm-hmm. whether that's a weekend or not, it's different. It's a culmination, which is always a little more preferable. Um, we would always go to the lakefront diner. That was our corner diner when we lived together in in the Lakeview neighborhood in Chicago. And we went there for we breakfast went there all the time, all the time, all the time. And I get I got the same thing all the time. I got a skillet. Me too. Yeah, I would get it, also a get a skillet. skillet. Yes. Let me ask you this because you brought it up and you did this a bit. I didn't do this at all, so I'm going to say you're more courageous than me. You went to diners alone a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You'd see occasional people um that would eat alone in diners and uh and sometimes i would do it if i was lazy and didn't feel like cooking and i could just go to down the street and get and the thing i liked too about a diner is that they have breakfast 24 hours a day so if i felt like a skillet yeah at six o'clock i could get one and um no, I'm, I'm probably jumping ahead, but... Uh, no, no, you're not. That's good because that's our next topic, Mike. So well done. Oh. Unlike Lindsay, you probably read the outline. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to badmouth Lindsay. She is a wonderful host. <laughs> you never met her. <laughs> I like her on the program. Oh, stop it. Don't give her ammo. Um, 
dinner at a dinner at a diner, whether it's breakfast that you're getting at dinner time, I'm going to go ahead and say that's sad. Um, For some reason, breakfast at or late night at a diner seems like a little more fun than dinner at a diner. It seems it seems lonely. It does seem lonely to me, even if you're with friends, but you're like, hey, let's go out to dinner. Yeah, there's a diner in the Bible. We'll get some diner food for dinner. I'm not here for that. I don't want that. And usually the dinner selections for at, at diners are, you know, I mean, I don't order a any kind of real dinner dish. Yeah. Um, is probably not nearly as good as breakfast or I guess you could get away with a, you know, cheeseburger and fries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And as much as I don't like breakfast, that's probably the best thing you're going to get out of diner is breakfast. I would think so. I yeah, would think I so. would agree. But that being said, this is a two-part question. Diners like to bill themselves as home-cooked food, but this never really tastes like home-cooked food. No. <laughs> it doesn't. It tastes like diner food. Diner food has a very distinct taste. I can't describe it. I don't know what it is. It's not bad, but it's not good. I agree. It's like, okay, say you're going for like, say you're going for breakfast. Mm-hmm. The bacon is, you know, kind of thin and yeah. maybe it's overcooked or it's undercooked. The eggs are, you know, you have to, even if, if you ask for them runny, then they're really runny. They're like way runny. Yeah. Uh, the toast is now what I like about diners is that they always butter your toast. You don't, you say, so you don't have to, right. They always, the toast always comes buttered because you get toast with that. You're like, all right, I'll have toast. And they toast and they, they, they've stuck the butter pads in there and put it on there, you know, sandwich the butter, mm-hmm. the, the pad of butter in between the two pieces of bread and a, a restaurant would never do that. <laughs> I love that that's your favorite. <laughs> it's unique. I'm like, oh, they, they buttered it for me. This is amazing. I don't have to spend the energy to take a knife and spread butter on toast. It's great. Because I will do it wrong. And they do you it. They do it for they, me. They know how to butter toast. And you do not. But also, before we get into some foods, I feel that, and this is going to sound weird coming from me, Diner food doesn't necessarily have to be that good. It's great if, it, if, if it's great if you can get really good diner food. But if your diner food is just kind of meh, you kind of go, "Well, it's diner food. That's that's what I expected." And I'm here for, like we talked about earlier, we're here more for the spectacle and the environment than actual kick-ass yeah. food. You're yeah. you're right. And but? you're wrong. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> Here's how you're wrong. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I when I I agree with you 100% that like in a late night, you know, when you're going and you probably, you know, had a few drinks or whatever and, you know, you're just hungry and you just want to eat, I, then no, the food doesn't have to be all that good. Okay. But for breakfast, I would say I have a little bit higher standards. Like, you know, I, I don't want to start off my day eating, you know, gross, you know, you know, undercooked bacon and yeah. eggs. And I, I want it to be, I, I, I do have higher standards. So late night, it doesn't matter. 
breakfast. Come on. Come on. So the guy that drinks orange juice and eats sushi <laughs> has higher standards for diner food at breakfast. Time. That's right. Okay. I demand quality first thing in the morning. You need it. And I will order orange juice for breakfast. That's fine, I guess. It's not going to be that great. Orange juice is not going to be that great at a diner, so you're kind of wasting your money. Oh, I, I'm going to bring this up right now, even though uh, I have it later in the outline, because Lindsay, Lindsay has a question for you, because I asked her in the last episode, do you have any questions for Mike? Her question was a drink question, and it was, how many drinks do you get when you are at a diner? And how many should you have? How many drinks should you have in front of you at a diner? It can be for breakfast, it can be for lunch, it can be for whatever. Well, for breakfast, I tend to get, and I guess this would, I guess I did this late night too. I For breakfast, I would tend to get a cup of coffee. Yeah. Small orange juice. Uh-huh. And then they always give you water. Okay, so, you, so you're going three. So I would go with three. I think that's one too many. So you would not get the coffee? Well, you know, as you know, I don't drink coffee. I like the idea of coffee, but I don't drink coffee. Right. So I would get, I would get water. Yes. So you would have water and that's it. Nothing. But that allows me for one more drink. So like I would, if it was like a lunchtime situation, I would maybe get like a Diet Coke. Right. Um, Right. But I say, more than two drinks, that's too many, too many drinks in your in your arsenal at a diet. You're good with three. I like to start off, I'll say, oh, can I get a cup of coffee? And then I'll nurse the coffee. And I, I really will kind of sip the water. And then the, the, the breakfast will come and I'll get a little thing of orange juice. And then as I'm eating, I'll probably sip from the orange juice I'll finish the coffee. The waitress will come and say, can I top your coffee? Of course. Yes, please. And then when I finished, maybe I'm starting to wash everything down with water. I've finished my orange juice and then I'm enjoying my second cup of coffee. I would say that's my roadmap of drinks. Yeah, that's wrong. You should fix that. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that anymore. Fix that. Change that, Mike. Change your ways. Listen. First of all, coffee is delicious. I wish, I trust me, I might have to do a coffee episode eventually, though I don't drink coffee. I think coffee is one of the coolest drinks ever. The taste is terrible. And but I love the idea. I love the idea. And I love the idea of coffee at a diner. Even if it's just like, hey, you want to go get a cup of coffee at the diner and like nothing else. You're not getting food there. You're just getting coffee at the diner and talking. I love that vibe. Mm-hmm. I just I hate coffee. Yeah. It's, um, it's not a, I mean, I don't know if we can get into coffee a little bit, but I only. Let's, because what do you think of diner coffee? As you are a coffee drinker. All my life, I've known you to be a coffee drinker. Coffee, diner coffee is terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's like a step up from, I don't know. Uh, like you know, 7-Eleven? Yeah, it's much worse than 7-Eleven in my opinion. Oh, wow. I, I, that's what I feel. Um I feel you that. Have it, do you ever have it? And you're like, "Hey, this actually, this diner coffee is actually not bad." Are you shocked more than often? Um, yes, and like some of the higher end. See, now in Chicago, of course, there's now higher end diners. Hamster diners, yes, 
and there the coffee is good. It's yes. and when I say good, it's I mean it's like on a level with say Dunkin', which is surprisingly wow. good coffee. Um, and I like that or McDonald's coffee. McDonald's oh, coffee. That's good. McDonald's coffee is good. But in general, diner coffee is you. It's gonna suck, but you're gonna drink a lot of it anyway. Yes, I would agree with that. And what I like is that the waitress comes by and says, "Oh, can I top your coffee up, hon?" I'm like, "Yes, keep that coffee hot." Because you want that service. You like again, it's it's as we're learning, it's all about the atmosphere and the vibe. And uh we're also learning you really are. I mean, I said it in a minute, you are a diner, you're a diner guy. You might not even go that much anymore, but you have diner food in your blood. You know, there was a diner that in my neighborhood and it just closed because of the pandemic, but that diner was like the quintessential Chicago diner. It had the huge windows oh, all around. Yeah. It had the old time sign, the the the, the marquee kind of hung out yeah. from the it was called Jerry's Grill. And um it had signs that said like ham off the bone. And so uh old school. so old school. It had a big long counter with stools. The rumor was was that down in the basement. Uh, they had an old group of bookies that still ran like dice games and numbers games. You could go down and place bets because, wow. because the, um, it was right near my kids, uh, Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And so like some of the old timers would be like, Oh, well, Hey, if you want to get a bet down on the football game, uh, give your money to so and so and he'll go over to Jerry's in the basement and get the, I mean, what? I mean, classic, wow. classic Chicago diner. And I would go there. And the food was awful. <laughs> the food was so bad. <laughs> yeah, there was. Kept going. I went towards the end. I would go because they had great chicken noodle soup, great chicken noodle soup, and that's what I would get. And a cup of their terrible coffee. But you went because you went for the vibe. Yeah, it was like an art. It was like a like a like a living kind of art piece, I guess, and. Um, um, that's fascinating. It's also true. You brought up too. That's the thing you want in the diner. You want the big windows. Gotta have the booths. Mm-hmm. You need the counter. You need all that stuff for it to be truly be a diner experience. And that's what you want. And a grouchy waitress who smoked way too many yes. cigarettes. Like, what do you want, honey? Yes. So, and you know, it's and you got to pay at the counter. Yep. Maybe the counter has some mints at there that you can buy there. And it's it's very very. It's a dying art. And the toothpicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, well, let's get into some foods now. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you some some ideas. I'm going to give you a bunch. I'm going to go all over the place because that's what diner food is. It's all over the fucking place. <laughs> I mean, and there's some things you shouldn't get at a diner, which we're going to get into. But let's start off nice and easy. In your opinion, what's the best thing to get? What's your thing that you're getting at a diner? Could be brunch, could be whatever. What what is what is it? It really is the egg skillets. Um, That's, you know, that makes sense. I don't ever remember you being like a pancake or waffle guy. You were an egg skillet dude. Yeah. They would, you could get like five or six, as I recall, you get five or six choices. Yeah. And um, I've never liked, you can get skillets with like meats in them too. Yes. And I didn't like that. I would always say no meats in there. You get the meat on the side, the bacon. Oh, look at you. Got a plant. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, cause you could put in like vegetables, you could put in, um, you know, however much cheese you want, but I like that whole 
It tasted great. Um, and I feel it's hard to screw that up. Yeah, that's very true. It's an easy, it's an easy tasty thing to make. When did you ever fucking put veggies in your skillet when I lived with you? Uh, never. <laughs> that would be never. Now, now that you're grown up. <laughs> I absolutely, I'm ordering the veggie skillet. That's right. You have to, by law now. Right. You're old and have to. Gotta get it. I'm going to say that my best and my go-to, because I just don't like breakfast, is you really can't go wrong with a bacon cheeseburger and fries. Delicious. I'm going to say bacon cheeseburger fries. That's the cheeseburger. You got to put the bacon yep. on there. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. They're not going to screw it up. Now, my honorable mention for this, and it's diner as fuck, is a patty mouth with fries. Mm. Any sort of patty mouth. Yes. To me, that's very, very dinery. Very. Not the grilled cheese, but it's like it's got it's got that ground meat patty with the uh, grilled cheese and stuff. Yeah. Also, don't sleep on you'll never eat this a tuna melt. You know who loves tuna melts is my wife Eileen. And when no we go to diners, yeah, that's what she gets. That's her go-to. See, Eileen gets it, man. She uh, when I went on this, she goes, "Don't screw this up." Okay. Yeah. So you, don't screw this up for me. You're going to fuck it up, Mike. Yep. And you better mention that I, that I eat a tuna melt. And uh, that's great. I didn't know that. Oh, see, I mean, I need to go and get tuna. Now, you can tell her this. I didn't know this. I just learned this doing research that not all, but a lot of tuna melts are toasted in bacon grease. See, I think that tuna melts sound horrific. So bad. And now that you've told me that they're made in bacon grease, I'm just like, wait, wait, you don't think making it bacon grease is even better? I just, I don't, I don't know. I like, I like, listen, I like fresh tuna. Oh, fancy pants. And orange juice. No. Yeah, together. Exactly. (laughs) I like raw tuna and orange juice. I don't want your crappy tuna melt. That's gross. I have standards. Yes, exactly. <laughs> High standard. Yeah. I think, I mean, once I, when I heard that it was toasted in bacon grease, I'm sure not all are, but a majority are, which makes sense because if you're on that, you know, the uh, plancha, the grill, yeah. uh, there's going to be bacon grease on it already. So I'm sure they just toast that bread and bacon grease before they put it all together. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Ooh, that is, that Whoa. sounds just, I guess that would work with any other, I don't know. I just have a thing with like, tuna you know like tuna fish like on a tuna yeah. fish sandwich because i love a good tuna fish sandwich yeah i but the melt i just you know, oh, you, well, I'm, I'm sorry you haven't lived you and eileen can just lord it over me when you're That's enjoying right. your whenever we get back to chicago we're gonna go to a diner we're like mm, we'll, we'll have the tuna melt toasted in bacon grease and this guy will have a skillet He's going to say he wants vegetables in it, but he doesn't. He's just saying that in an orange juice. <laughs> but if you have a bologna sandwich, an onion roll, I'll take that. Please make sure there's mayo. <laughs> um, speaking of worse things, because we don't, you just brought up bologna mayo and an onion roll. What do you think is the worst thing to get at a diner? Um, that's a, that's an excellent question. Um, you know, I think any kind of steak I'm just Ooh, suspicious yeah. of any steak-based dish, uh, except you know red meat like hamburger. Yeah, you can't screw that up. But I'm not ordering yeah. a, a sirloin steak or any kind of. Yeah, 
I'm going to say, I think that's a good point. It's not, it's not going to be a good cut of meat at a right. diner. Right. Even though the idea of like steak and eggs at a diner sounds like really old school yes. I, I doubt that steak is high quality. Have you ever ordered a steak and eggs at a diner? I never have. Never in my life have I ordered a steak and eggs. I would like to. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a coward. I am too. I yeah. just... I'm a coward. I, just, I, I won't do it. Um, for me, I, I say pasta. So well, why is anyone ordering linguine and clam sauce at a diner? Go to, an, do it. Go to an Italian restaurant. Yeah, go to an Italian restaurant. Yes. Similarly, though, it's uh, tuna fish. Don't order like a filet of sole. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> just flushing money down the toilet. Just, it's not going to be good. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you don't die from it, that's a win. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that kind of fish is not from uh, anywhere uh, re- reputable. No, not at all. I think that's <laughs> another thing that's important at diner. When you're ordering your diner food, just keep it simple. I agree. Yeah. Don't try to get fancy with it because you're going to end up disappointed. Um Moving on to some other dishes. All right. Meatloaf. I don't have the courage to order a meatloaf at a diner. Do, do you like meatloaf? Um, I ate it a lot as a kid. Well, it was the 70s. You had to. So, um, and I, I think when I was probably... In my uh, early teens, I swore that, you know, once I got out of the house, I would never, ever, ever eat meatloaf ever again. Mm-hmm. So I, and I haven't. Um, yes, nor I. Uh, nor so I. I, so no, I would never order. I, meatloaf. first of all, meatloaf is disgusting. <laughs> meatloaf, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Meatloaf, the food is terrible. Ugh. Meatloaf, the singer is terrible. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Both, both. Give me awful things. Pistols at dawn. <laughs> All jams. Paradise by the dashboard light is crap. Jam. Uh, horrible. <laughs> I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Oh, that is a soaring masterpiece. <laughs> oh, no thank you to me, both the food or the singer. <laughs> I hate both. I'm distressed by both. Let's move on. Let's move on to something that I think is underrated. I'm putting this in the underrated category. I think it's very good. It's very, very dinery. And it's a Monte Cristo. That is very dinery. Yeah, really super dinery. I've never seen a Monte Cristo offered anywhere else. No, I. I've never, ever. It's always a diner thing. And for those who don't know, it's like, it's a... It's not necessarily a grilled cheese. It's almost like a French toast. Yeah. Like they make the bread French toast where they dip it in egg and grill it, and then they melt it with uh, ham and cheese. You know, I probably would like it. It's one of those where I just never, you know. I'm, I, you don't think of it. I don't. I'm like, oh, Monte Cristo, but that's different, and I don't like different. <laughs> you want your skillet. I'm scared. Just give me a skillet. Yeah. Hold me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Monte Cristo's are great. Now, there is a thing that I refuse with Monte Cristo's is uh, sometimes they'll do a Monte Cristo and they'll make it sweet. They'll powder it with, with a powdered sugar and serve it with a side of jam. 
Whoa. So it's and like, so it's everything you said, like the ham and cheese yes. and like kind of, but they put powdered sugar on it and they give it a little jelly on the side. Yeah. And then you eat it like that. And I don't want that. To me, I want, I, I want the savory. I don't want that smear. I think that's gross. Yeah. That's, I don't know how they could pull that off. Yeah. I, I, I'm not here for that, but, uh, Amani Cristo, I'm going to say might be one of the most underrated, um, diner foods. Another underrated diner food, because I think it's Chicago only, is an hero. Yes. I are still big in Chicago. I feel that it depends on the diner. Um there was a diner, and I think it's still around. Hopefully the pandemic hasn't shut that down. Uh called Dapper's East on Addison in between California and Kedzie. The owners were Greek. Mm-hmm. So the hero was fucking delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I think you have to have someone in the kitchen who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And if it's so, a, then it's yes. It's a big Greek community in Chicago. Then, uh, I don't know if that's kind of dying out now or not, but. I um, think it's still. I think it's, it's still, still pretty, pretty vibrant. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's how I like. I would never get an hero outside at a diner in any part of the country except Chicago. Yeah, I, I, and if there, I'd have to know a little bit of the backstory behind the diner. Exactly. And so, if I was walking into a diner that I'd never been before, I, I don't think I'd order unless, like, it was the the owner's last names are very clearly Greek, and yes. and you can tell when a a, a a um, you know, they have an item on the menu that they're proud of, that they're yes. like, yeah, this is good, because they'll put it. In I don't know bigger type or the yeah a, still highlighted on the plastic menu right <laughs> right or yeah. a star exactly exactly um but yeah I I, I agree I with you Chicago I agree with you that I, it's a Chicago thing it's a Chicago thing yeah um but that would make for probably some good eating in a Chicago food now I'm gonna move to some taters move mm. to the taters Mike I love I love a good potato. And you love a good potato. And I knew you did, and that's why I'm going to ask you this. Yes. Hash browns. If the hash browns at a diner sucks, does the whole diner suck? I mean, that's a pretty good statement because... It's a good It's a good uh, uh, basis for if, if it's going to be a good diner. Because, I, you know, now I cook my own hash browns. Oh, brag. Talk, talk right? about that. Right? Wait a minute. Do you? Eileen got me a little uh, potato kind of, it's like a little strainer. Yeah. And, you know, you peel the potato and then you stick it in this thing. It's like a, and then it's like a Play-Doh, one of those old Play-Doh yeah. uh, toys. And the, the strings come out the other end. Yeah. Into the bowl. And then you've got your hash browns from a, from a real potato. And uh, it's you. so easy. That. Even I can do it. Wow. And so uh, you're kind of a hash brown expert at home too now. Well, now let's not get crazy <laughs> because I'm constantly screwing it up. <laughs> and, uh, I'm either burning it or undercooking it. Oh, okay. But I'm a terrible cook. But but at a diner, that's a good that's a good basis. That's a good benchmark. If the if if the hash brown is good, the diner is good. If the hash browns are trashed, and you're like, well, we're gonna fuck this place. It's it, it's not getting it right. I, I, I really agree because even like if I, even if I've kind of burnt my hash browns, they're still really good. Yeah. Um, if you undercook it, that's really bad. 
I prefer over. I prefer burnt to, to an undercooked hash brown. That's that would be terrifying at that diner. No doubt about it. Um, yeah. But I feel like it's. I mean, you you throw it in the pan. You throw a little oil and salt on it. You let it cook for like seven or eight minutes. You you flip it. Make maybe let it cook a couple more, and you're done, and it's good. Yeah, I think that's the thing too. Like if if they can't get that right at that diner, then you're like, okay, come on. Right. You you've ruined the whole meal because. Hash browns are kind of why I'm here. I'm here for these hash browns because it's a diner. I agree. Okay. I agree. Look at that. Look at that. Yes. Now, the next potato dish. Have you, I've never heard of this. I And I've no, not really seen this and what they're talking about, but it was in a bunch of articles. Disco fries. Disco fries. The American version of poutine. You know poutine. Ooh. But it's the American version uh and it's French fries smothered in brown gravy and mozzarella cheese. That sounds unbelievable. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. That sounds pretty fucking good. I, uh, yes, please. I've never seen it. Now, I've seen gravy fries. That's a big diner thing. Like, I've totally mm-hmm. seen gravy fries at a diner. You get it for the table. It's a giant fucking plate with just a <laughs> massive amount of right. fries and gravy. I've never seen it with, with mozzarella cheese, ever. No. I'm sure it wouldn't be a uh, a big thing to ask, you know. Yeah. I'll have the gravy fries, a little mozzarella on top. Yeah. Or if he's like having the disco fries and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> is that an LA thing? No, it's not. That's what's weird. It's, it's, uh, I, I read it on, on multiple different articles and I was like, disco fries? What the fuck? I I've, wish I knew of these earlier. I've never heard of disco fries. Never heard of disco fries. Uh, and I think, I feel like we're missing out. I would order that. More- I would go for that too. A couple more things before we get into some eating. Here's my hot tip. And it's going to sound weird because you know, Mike, you know me, you know, I'm a salad eating motherfucker. <laughs> you, you have made a theatrical reputation on salad. Uh, <laughs> eating salad. I'm going to say this right now. If you get a salad at a diner, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Are you on board with me? Will you champion my statement? I will champion your statement. You know, I will argue. I know I will tell you when you're wrong, but you are 100% right. Uh, If you're ordering, first of all, I mean, the quality of vegetables at a diner is not that good. It's not the best. It's not the best. And it's going to be iceberg lettuce. Yeah. It's going to be a crappy dressing. Yeah. Even if you're like, oh, I'll get a burger. I'm trying to be good. I'll get the salad. No, just get the fries. Right. They ask you for fries or a salad. Don't get the salad. Don't, get Don't the be salad. that person. <laughs> that I, is, I think even the waitress would kind of be like, really? A salad? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, okay. What the hell are you doing? What? <laughs> what? Do, you, do you realize this is a diner? Or <laughs> do you understand that we have 800 different things? Salad is barely one of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's terrible. It's terrible. All right. I'm going to hit you with four different things. Okay. And I'm going to guess that you've never eaten them at a diner. All right? I'm ready. Just give me a... a, This is a two-part. Give me your yay or nay with each one. Okay. Chicken chicken pot pie. No. Biscuits and gravy. (sighs) At a diner, no. Chicken fried steak. Yes. 
little okay for the pin in that. Liver and onions. No. Okay. I'm guessing by your face, or if I say one has to die, it would be liver and onions. Ugh. Yes. Kill it. Okay. Are you all right? On the on the count of three, we're gonna say what the bad thing is about liver and onions. You say which one's bad, and I'll say which one's bad. Okay. Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Onions. Runny. Yeah. What? I just, just the whole thing is just so runny and gross. Oh. Liver and onions is runny? I, 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 I've only eaten it twice, and yeah, the whole thing was like a runny kind of. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe I, I just, like liver. I like liver a lot, but oh boy, liver smothered in, oh, is there like a gravy with it? Possibly, but I never ordered Ooh. liver and onions at a diner. Um, okay. You know, once, Ooh, I, once it was at a, a friend's house and they made liver and onions and they, I think they just screwed it up. And, and they're no longer your friends. I don't go over there for dinner. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can go there. Yes. We can go out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Liver and onions seems way, that's an old school diner thing. I mean, that's like, that's way before our time. I wouldn't have the courage to order a liver and onions. I, 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 here's the thing I would do. I'd order the liver, but I would say no onions. And they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? So when we did the, when we did the one, two, three game, you said onions. I said onions is the gross thing. But you're, but, fine with the liver. but you don't like onions in general. I hate onions. Yeah. But I eat, I eat the liver. I like liver. Now you mentioned that you ate chicken fried steak at a diner. Or you I, just had chicken fried? I think I tried it at a diner and I learned the hard way. I was like, oh, chicken fried steak. I, that's, that looks good. Yeah. I could try it. Fried meat is what it's deep fried meat, which is weird to me. Yeah. It had kind of like a skin, like a, yeah, like a yeah. deep fried kind yeah. of steak. And I thought, oh, well, maybe, maybe this could be good. I think I was probably drunk. And I was like, yeah, let's get that. This is the best idea. I love two of the chicken fried steak. And an orange juice. You got any disco fries? <laughs> Oh, I really want disco fries. Now. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds really good. Okay, so out of those four, what's the diner food that you're getting rid of? Is it the liver and onions? Yeah, I'm getting rid of the... I'm getting rid of the chicken fried steak. That's a close second. I, rem- I I think I had it once, and it was I was like, never again. Yeah, I think it's never again. That's all right. In fact, let, let's let's never bring it up again, and let's let's move <laughs> on to some more pleasant topics. We're going to finish this off with dessert. Mm. I think if you go to a diner, an independent diner, and order dessert, there is a good chance it's going to be good. I agree. Yeah, I think if you go to an independent place. That even if they get their pies from an independent baker, it's going to, there's a good shot, it's going to be good. I think that, again, it depends on the diner. Mm -hmm. I feel like a good clue is the good diners have their desserts kind of in a case, like a glass case. Exactly. And if they have that, then I think you're, you're in good shape. Yes. If they have the case, they have the display, it's going to be great. If right. it's like dessert that's in the back, it's not. <laughs> We've hidden that. Oh, you're having that? Oh, let's see if I can dig that up. Let's see if I can dig that up. That's like three months old. <laughs> but 
that is a real, again, and, and again, it goes back to what we we're saying early on. It's the whole vibe. It's the whole situation. If you see a dessert case at a diner, you're like, oh, this could be good. Right. This, I could be in for something. So it, again, it's what we're going back to. It's, it's the whole vibe thing. I agree. I'm going to give you a caveat with dessert. Don't get ice cream at a diner. The ice cream at a diner is generally... Unless they've got like a, again, they're like, you know, they got one of those like Baskin Robbins type of like super freezers where you can look oh, in yeah, and watch very, them. Yeah. I've never seen that. Never, but yeah. I don't think I have either. <laughs> I, to me, if you're going to have dessert at a diner, you can get ice cream literally anywhere. Correct. So if you're going to go and be like, oh, I'll have a scoop of ice cream. At a time, you're like, you just, you've just wasted money on a, on something you could have gotten anywhere. Go for a pie. Go for a cake. Agreed. I, I'm going to see that. Now, um, to me, the biggest um, dessert for a diner is pie with coffee. That is really the perfect ending to any meal. Um, Are you a pie? So you're, obviously, I, I know you're a pie and coffee guy. If you went to a diner, what would be what would be your pie? Um, I would if I, I uh, had to pick. I w- I think I'd probably go with an apple pie, or a slice of. Does cheesecake count as pie? <laughs> good, good question, my fire. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. I think I talked about this on the cake episode. It's not cake. It's not cake. It's not cake. There's so, like a there's like a crust kind of. Yeah, there's a crust. It's served in a. It's it's served almost like a triangle. It's it's pie. It's I pie. love cheesecake. So you would go cheesecake and coffee at a diner over like a piece of pie. Uh, that's a that's a tough one. I guess it would go with my. Mo- I guess it would depend on my mood. No, Sophie's choice. Sophie's oh. choice to protect the world. One has to go cheesecake and pie. Or cheesecake and coffee, pie and coffee. One has to be eliminated from there. I'm going cheesecake. I am. I love cheesecake. Okay, so pie and coffee, the traditional thing of diners dies. It dies. Sorry. Wow. No, that's fine. That is interesting. I thought, because you, you have the old school vibe, I thought for sure you'd stick pie and coffee. Wow. I think, I think that diners generally don't offer cheesecake. I don't think they do either. I don't think they do either. It's usually the pie. It's usually like a fruit pie or yeah, several like, different pies. Like a key lime. You a diner like a, and you see like the display case, like different, like three or four different selections. Get it. It's going to be good. Yes. Absolutely. Here's a question for you. Yes. Is it acceptable to maybe have a scoop of ice cream with your pie? <sighs> I, I say no. I say no because ice cream doesn't belong with pie. Doesn't belong with cake. It's messing up the entire ecosystem of said dessert. You said so it again. Ice cream needs to be separate. You are saving lives with I'm this podcast. I'm saving lives. I'm educating. <laughs> it's a thankless job. Someone has to do it. But I'm going to be thanked right now because now it's time for How's It Taste? How's Ready? It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about diner food, that's what we'll be eating. Mike, you are the guest. 
why don't you go first? I'm going to think that you got something very interesting because you're in the city of diners. So I got, there's a, there's a diner called Glenn's Diner uh, on Montrose, right by the um, Montrose Brown Line stop. And they, um, they're a diner in every sense of the world, word, but they specialize in seafood. So some people oh, might. Oh, 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 really? They do. They have a whole seafood section. So people are like, well, it's not really a diner because they have so much seafood, uh, even though everything else about them is very diner-esque. Yeah. So I'll give them a pass because okay, I think they're, they're fine. I think their food's good. But they have either key lime pie or a blueberry cheesecake. <laughs> You got the cheesecake. And I got the cheesecake. <laughs> All right. Bust that shit over and, and tell us how you think. Now, have you had your blueberry cheesecake before? Yes, and I think it's effing great. Wow. Is it their best dessert? They only... No, now, I want... Maybe this isn't a diner. They only or, offer a key lime pie or a blueberry cheesecake. Key lime pie is very diner. It is. It's very diner. And blueberry cheesecake is like weird. I mean, that's like very. How's blueberry cheesecake weird? Well, it, it's like for a diner, you'd think it'd be just regular old cheesecake. Oh, okay. With like a little make, and, and they give you like a little uh, thing of strawberries that you can pour oh, over yeah, it. Like this is like. This is like layered. Yeah, this is like a layer kind of thing. It's got the crust and then the cheesecake, and then it's got like kind of a blueberry. Kind oh, it's of. Got a blueberry topping. Yeah, I don't know if you can see. There you go. There I can see. Oh, it's got like is it? It's like a, a cream. It's a blueberry. Oh, okay. There's there's blueberries at the bottom. Yeah. There's cheesecake, and then there's like a blueberry. Uh, it's kind of like uh, a frosting here. Topping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that looks fucking good. It is wonderful. All right, hit us with it and tell us. Oh man. I was looking forward to it. I was like, when is 4 o'clock Central time going to get here? When is shut up uh, so I can eat this Let's pie. get to how's it taste. Let's get to it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Everything you hope for. F, yes. Here's the thing. I'm going to punch somebody. So it's so good, I'm going to punch a wall. <laughs> uh, now, it is... Five o'clock your time, three o'clock my time. Is this ruining your dinner? Yes. <laughs> but you're an adult. You can do what the fuck you want. I worked out today. There you go. So okay. I'm allowed. You're allowed. Very good. All right. I also got pie. <laughs> dessert display case. Okay. And it's got a ton of stuff. I right. think there ones for dinner. It's good. I don't really care that much about the food there, but their their dessert is great. I've never had pie there. I've had their cake there. Talk about their cake. It's amazing. Uh, it's actually one of those places where on the wall, it's like, there's tons of pictures of like Jay Leno because he's eaten there a ton of times. I love those places. Yeah. And like, 
old, old ones of like, oh, Tori Spelling ate here once. <laughs> so it's that type of place. <laughs> so you know it's good. So you know it's good. So I got a chocolate cream pie Ooh. with a graham cracker crust. I'm very excited. Honestly, it's funny. The fact that we both got pies really is just like, hey, let's find an excuse to eat pie. <laughs> I love this part of the um, program. If, the, if it's good, I've eaten some crappy stuff. Oh, so okay. you, do you get something that you're really, because I've had this blueberry cheesecake several times before, and like, I can't wait to eat it, but do you get something that you've never had before, just to try it out? Sometimes, yeah. No. Well, sometimes I don't. Depends on, on what's available. Yeah. And sometimes Lindsay and I uh, switch on and off, which goes to show that you don't listen to my fucking podcast, you asshole. I don't even listen to my podcast. God damn it. I'm going to say this about this chocolate cream pie. The chocolate cream pie is delicious. It's got a great whipped cream. It's got a great uh, chocolate mousse. It's not a pie crust. It's a graham cracker crust. Yeah, those are good. No, this isn't. It's too crumbly. So I'm not really eating a pie. It's like I'm eating a pudding with some graham cracker crumbs at the bottom. So you want structure in your pie. You want it to hold together. Yes. And if it's falling apart, then it's then it's then it's bullshit. I mean, you've literally just described how I want my life to be. <laughs> Not just pie. That is literally my life. All right. Keep eating because now it's time for what you eat. What you eating? We're gonna close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything you're currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme. I'm gonna go, Mike, and it's gonna be not a food. It's the recommendation of bring it all back. Go see the movie diner. Hooray! A great movie. Did you finish that whole thing just now? Huh? Yes, I did. Is that whole thing gone? God, I was I was so hungry. (laughs) Oh, God bless you and all that you do. Yes. (laughs) Go find the movie Diner, 1982, a young Mickey Rourke, a young Kevin Bacon, a young Paul Reiser, a young Daniel Stern, a young Ellen Barkin. They're all in it. They're all very young and very good. It's a great movie. You'll love the diner scenes because that's what this is all about, is these wonderful, wonderful diner scenes where they're just eating and talking. And it's a whole vibe. That's mine. Mike, do you even have a recognition? If you don't, that's fine. Uh, I would. I was going to say, uh, you know, the diner that I, um, you know, if you ever go to Chicago and you want like a real, when we're all allowed to go to diners again, um, look up this diner, Dapper's East. It is uh, nestled away in a kind of a nondescript mall. There's a big target. And like, uh, yeah, like a GameStop and other kind of, and then in this corner is Dapper's East and you walk inside and it is so old school. It's got the lamps that hang down with the big, ugly green shades Mm -hmm. and there's steps that you can walk up with big kind of glass partitions, huge boots, huge pictures of old time Chicago, just streets, you know, from the, from like the, 50s and the 40s so like a a, a a street that is like familiar to us but way back in the day 
Oh, that's cool. I love that stuff. And, uh, and the food is really good. Their veggie skillet is particularly great. And their hero is, uh, uh, is, is really good. So they got a whole Greek, they got a whole Greek kind of menu, which you don't see at very many diners, but they're, they're Greek. So. That's a great recommendation. So that's my, that's my, uh, and I hope it, I hope it, uh, cause you are watching diners close and I, I really hope that, uh, that Dapper's East uh, uh, hangs tough and makes it through. Yeah, I mean that is diners are going to be the are the first to go because they're independently owned, and sometimes it's hard for them to you know make do during this time. So if you can support your local diner, Mike. Before we end, um, I, I can't believe you ate that whole pie right now. I am now. I'm just energized. I've had a sugar <laughs> infusion. It would be great. I think if you have a water, it'd be great if you had orange juice with it. <laughs> I didn't think but, that far ahead. But failed. before we uh, end the show, why don't you hype your podcast? You have a podcast as well because you're an old white guy, and by law, you have to have. <laughs> yes, we have a podcast. It's called Jag Bags, and we talk all things pop culture. So we talk a little music, we talk a little movies, we talk a little, um, we even talk books, um, and we just pick a topic and give our own uneducated uh, old white guy opinion and um, flail and fumble around. Um, we always say, what was that movie? Uh, it starred that guy. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, so our podcast is great. I'm really overselling it. You're selling. I can't wait to. No, it is good. It's it's two guys talking pop culture. I give you hot takes on them. It's it's great. Yeah, and uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. So anywhere, anywhere you get your podcast, you'll find Jag, not Jag bags or Jag bag. Jag bags. Jag bags plural because both of you are Jag bags. We are both Jag bags. Yes. In our latest um, episode, we talk our favorite movie directors. Oh, there you go. I am excited. I will actually sometime in, I think, May be on the podcast. May. Yes. Where we talk Wesley Snipes, oh. one of my heroes. Oh, man. I mean, it's going to be on. So I'm very excited <laughs> to be on that. That's going to be that. Yes. Yes. It's, you know how good it's going to be? It's going to be sushi and orange juice. <laughs> well, that's a high bar. High bar. That we have set. And that's our show. Mike, thank you for being on. Check out Jag Bags. And you can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like even more food content, go ahead and follow our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how wrong we are, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Mike. Bye.